We're not gonna fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Welcome to the Greatest Lists Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts, Jason and Eric, are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome back to Greatest Lists, a celebration of the greatest songs of all time in convenient list format. That's right, your hosts... (laughs) which might not always be the greatest, but uh, we have a great time doing it. <laughs> I'm Jason, and my co-host, whose car is in the shop recovering from a banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> Eric, how are you doing, man? I'm good. <laughs> Sorry to hear about that, man. That's a nasty trick when people do that. Oh, my gosh. And we are continuing the home stretch in our season one list of the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Just a quick reminder, this episode is sponsored by HalloweenCostumes.com, which features the largest online selection of Halloween costumes. You don't need to be a detective to save a little money this Halloween season, but (laughs) you can always dress like one. I've actually seen Inspector Gadget over there. So Wow. uh, Use the promo link in our show notes today. Save yourself 20% on your next order. Just click over. The savings are automatically in your cart, and just make sure you do it before October 31st to get your 20% savings now at HalloweenCostumes.com. Also, thanks to everyone who entered our Guess Our Top 10 giveaway, and we'll give you a little bit of an update at the end of the show and tell you about the uh, leaderboard. Uh, number eight. We're at number eight on our wow. list, and uh, we're going back to 1984, and the second instrumental in our list uh our in our second selection actually from beverly hills cop at number eight it's axel f by harold faltermeyer by the numbers axel f was released march of 1985 the fourth of five singles that came from the soundtrack for beverly hills cop it would peak at number three on the billboard pop chart and number two in the uk which we'll come back to in a second uh, also in the top 10 in 10 other countries, wow. reaching number one in Canada and number one in the Netherlands. It was also a chart topper for the U.S. dance chart and the hot AC chart and is a certified gold record selling 500,000 units. Axel F has been covered and released as a single several times. Uh, the German group Technocop took it to number 30 on the German charts in 1992. British pop dance act uh, Clock released a dance cover in 1995 that charted in the top 10 in Ireland, Scotland, and the UK. In 2002, 12 years before he went Gangnam Style, South Korean artist Psy released Champion, which heavily samples Axel F. And it became the anthem for South Korea when they hosted the World Cup in Seoul that year. And then finally, we come to Crazy Frog. Have you seen Crazy Frog? (laughs) No. Oh, my. You are. Uh, If you haven't seen Crazy Frog, you are in the minority because the music video has 3.5 billion views on YouTube. Oh, my Lord. It is a video. It was also released as a single. 
uh, May of 2005, initially in Europe. It sat atop the UK charts for what? four weeks and also reached number one in Australia, what the Ireland, heck? Belgium, Denmark, France, New Zealand, Norway, UK, uh, Ukraine, Spain, Switzerland, and Sweden. Holy royalties, Batman. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so is Crazy Frog a band? Crazy Frog is the song. Oh. Uh, and it heavily samples oh, uh, Axel okay. F. In Which, France, yep. Crazy Frog made an amazing jump, entering the French singles chart at number 77 on June 11, 2005, and moving all the way to number two the next week. Holy cow. And it stayed there for two weeks before climbing to the summit, where it remained for 13 weeks. You are joking. It fell off the first position, being dethroned by Crazy Frog's second single, Popcorn. And it was the only the second time that an artist had dethroned itself in France. So this Crazy Frog song, if y'all have not seen it, it's just it's it is crazy. It's this frog uh. on an imaginary bike and this it's it's all like this 3D animation and he's like scatting his own lyrics to the song as uh, th as they're going through Axel F mainly so that's all it is thing it's oh the stupidest God. thing and it just went viral before <laughs> viral probably was a thing in 2005 that stayed number one for 13 weeks in <laughs> France yeah France I have no yes. respect for you anymore <laughs> Holy crap. Are you crazy me? frog? Do the crazy oh frog. Oh my god. I don't even want to go look at this. You have to. You're you're required <laughs> to do so in conjunction with this episode. <laughs> I signed a contract. As, as with everybody is who are is listening to my voice right oh now. Oh my gosh. You must go watch Crazy Frog. Let's get personal. So I have a specific childhood memory tied to this song. It has nothing to do with frogs. It's <laughs> really nothing to do with the movie either, because uh, you can circle back to our number 22 pick, The Heat Is On, when we take, we talk about our uh, association with Beverly Hills Cop. I was way too young, eight years old at the time when it came out. But right. uh, <laughs> speaking of movies, though, there is another one that features Axel F that is just hilarious to me. And I'm not sure if you've seen <laughs> it, but one of my favorites to watch when my boys were younger was Monsters vs. Aliens. Have no, you ever seen, seen Monsters? No, okay. Uh I think I was entertained more with the movie than the kids were, but there's the scene that the, uh, the alien spaceship lands. All right. And the president who was played by Stephen Colbert <laughs> decides he's going to be the one to try and communicate with the aliens. Okay. So the, the ship lands, it's this huge ship. There's this long staircase that goes up to the front of the ship. And when he finally gets up there, there's a keyboard and then he, he first pecks out like the, the theme to Close Encounters. <laughs> and then he does all these fun little adjustments on the keyboard and just busts out Axel F. <laughs> it's so hilarious. That's amazing. And then the, the, the ship kind of comes to life and knocks over the, the staircase. And he's running away, you know. I'm a brave president. I'm a brave. <laughs> anyway, that's another one you got to go out and, and find on YouTube. I'll have if to you find that. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't watched the movie, but my memory involves a particular visit to a family when i was a kid this family who their last name was neeper they lived up the road from us and i believe there was a brother and sister who i was acquainted with because they rode the school bus with me 
And for the life of me, I can't remember how or why I was invited to the house. If my, you know, parents had a dinner party there or something and I right. tagged along, you know, and anyway, uh, the only time I remember being at their house was memorable because I remember playing records and one of them was Axel F uh, 45. I had nice. no idea what I was hearing and <laughs> just loved it. You know, how is this, all these sounds yeah. you know, coming out of a piano or, you know, whatever keyboard. And I remember it playing it really loud, like listening to all the little keyboard and drum parts and mm -hmm. just amazed. Uh, and in hearing it again on the radio, it was just, you know, made it even more magical, but Surprisingly, I don't remember mom having the, the 45 single or really any, uh, I don't remember collecting the, the record or the, the soundtrack in that time frame. So it was years later before I got the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack and, you know, listened to it more. But right. my memory is frozen, you know, in <laughs> at time the at the Neepers house. Yeah. <laughs> listening to Axel F. Nice. Yeah. So. What's Very your nice. kind of background with the song? Um, one? Well, my, my, my biggest attachment to the song is if you'll, if you'll remember, or if you've heard the episode with Chariots of Fire, and I talk about how oh, I had no. I had multiple boom boxes set up and recorded <laughs> you did parts it again, and play. Didn't you? I did it again. <laughs> um, so, like the Christmas, it was probably the Christmas after this song came out, uh, I got a little drum machine. Like you could play it with drumsticks, but it was probably the size of, I don't know, it was maybe a foot and a half by a foot and a half. It wasn't very uh -huh. big, um, but you know, you had all different kinds of drums, drum sounds on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and my sister still had that little Casio keyboard. And uh, one night I just, or one, I don't know, I think, I think it was a weekend, maybe, I don't know. I just decided I was going to try to do the same thing with Axel F <laughs> and uh, recorded, you know, four or five parts uh to play along while i was playing the main theme it had drums you know had all the drum fills in the background and uh i got pretty far into it and i remember you know having my room door closed and my sister wanting her keyboard back and i was just <laughs> i felt like uh on a christmas story when ralphie's trying in the to, bathroom trying to yeah. decode and the people are screaming at him and i'm right like i'll be done in a minute <laughs> And I just remember not getting it done because my mom made me give the keyboard back to my sister. <laughs> but I had like, at the, I mean, by the time that happened, I had like four or five parts going. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was pretty proud of myself. I mean, I'm sure looking back now, I'm sure it didn't sound anything like the song, <laughs> except for that main melody. But I, you know, I was pretty proud of myself. But uh, I've always loved the song. Though. I mean, just beyond that, I love Harold Faltemeyer. Um, and yeah. I, this is this is just a great catchy little earworm that uh, that I've always liked. It, it really is. You'll appreciate this. I was over on YouTube, you know, just searching different versions and stuff of the song. Yeah. And I found this guy essentially recreate the song with two different like drum machines, uh, modern, modern ones and picking out each part, finding he was like playing the track and trying to get the right tones on all of the oh, yeah. keyboard parts and the drum parts. And I was like, wow. And he did it, you know, by the time it sounded pretty darn close to the original. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of those, I have tried several times to, to learn little things on keyboards and I even got a keyboard for Christmas. I don't know, maybe about seven or eight years ago. And it's, 
collected dust for most of those years. Uh, <laughs> but it's songs like this that just motivate anybody that you don't know how to play piano to try to learn those yeah. the patterns. Yeah. So I can appreciate that. Yeah. The breakdown. All right. So this song is 100% Faltermeyer. Yes. He recorded the song using five instruments. A Roland Jupiter 8 provided the distinctive, what they call Super Saw lead keyboard. There's a Moog modular synthesizer providing the bass. A Roland JX3P provided the chord stab brasses is what they call it. <laughs> this is not me, people. Uh, <laughs> Yamaha DX7 was used for the marimba sound. Yep. And a Lindrum was used for the drum programming. Yep. So my favorite a, song, go ahead. I just, I, there was a friend of mine in high school that had that played keyboards and he had two uh -huh. of those. He, he had the Jupiter 8 and the Yamaha DX7 and uh -huh. uh, they, are, they are machines. It's not like a, <laughs> it is not like a Casio keyboard. Those things are like, you have to have a, a degree to use those things. Yeah. Did any of them come with a, uh, a strap that you could throw over your shoulder and play it sideways? <laughs> That's always be been... A keytar? <laughs> I've dreamt of uh, playing a keytar. <laughs> we'll go into that later. One day we'll make those dreams come true. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, my favorite part of the song is the bridge, where you get those really high notes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not... I wrote... <laughs> I wrote notes down here and I don't even know what I'm talking about. But, uh, oh, okay. I know what it is. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. That's the marimba. Yeah, that's the yeah, marimba okay, sound. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to trying to get the song back in my head. Yeah. Uh, and the keyboard then matches it. And then there's this walking part yeah, with the keys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the keys go higher. And then the main pattern comes back. And then the backing synth kind of swells. And then you yeah. get that drum fill that Lynn drum <laughs> comes in and then yep. back into the the post chorus there but yeah oh it's such a great in the middle of the song uh i also like that squeaky sneakers effect is what i call squeaky it squeaky <laughs> sneakers <laughs> i was watching uh faltemeyer in an interview on youtube he calls it footsteps but i always think of like sneakers on a basketball court yeah it, it squeaks yeah, yeah i yeah, mean it squeaks so many just fun elements that's in so the song funny. but there's a few official 12 inch remixes i do prefer one that's called the m&m mix simply because the single version goes three minutes exactly right and i want more man so this <laughs> m &M i gotta mix, have more yeah actually produced by faltermeyer goes a little over seven minutes it doesn't add too much to the song which i typically you know that's right. usually a I don't like that when they just extend it for no reason, but come on, it's Axel F. So just give me more, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so check out the M and M remix that's out there. Okay. Uh, that's a fun one that just extends the song. It does solo some parts out. So you get a little bit more, uh, oh, you, can, yeah. you can tune your ear a little bit more to everything that's going on than yeah. just in the three minutes where it's all compact. Yeah. So I, that I do appreciate, but you know, it's great. What do you like about the song? Oh, I mean, there's what's what's there not to like? I mean, all of those. He, I mean, it's, it's like he basically empties out the keyboard tool chest and just uses <laughs> every every little cool you know trick or you know sound uh -huh. that he can pull out of it. My, so the friend I'm talking about that had the Yamaha and the Jupiter, he basically had this whole thing like recreated. Uh -huh. 
except for the the Lynn drum machine. But he had he had a, you know different drums on his keyboards right. that he could you know it, it passed for it. Mm-hmm. But he had all the little sounds um, that except for you know except for the bass on the Moog. But the, all the weird sounds that you that you recognize come from the Yamaha and the Jupiter. He had them all programmed in. He spent hours and hours getting this thing to to sound just like Axel F. And he played it at a um, a pep rally one time and the people the place just lost their freaking minds I mean, <laughs> you know and he really wasn't even playing it he'd recorded it all and was just standing there acting like he was playing it while it while it was playing but mm-hmm. uh, people lost their minds but it's just i just love every part of the song all the weird sounds like you said like the squeaky shoes it's just everything everything about the song is an earworm and you just get caught on different parts of it every time you listen to it i just i love every every piece of the song <laughs> I was looking for like a live performance or something close to that. Yeah. And he, he uh, is featured on solid gold Yeah. and uh, Rick D's is hosting this particular episode. I don't know if he was the, ho- how long he was the host for, but he is talking about the song that's coming up and he just cannot wait to start dancing. Like he, <laughs> as soon as he says, you know, Axel F off. or whatever, yeah. he just, bust out and you know they're all clapping along as the the intro kind of starts and yeah. he's got like a three keyboard setup i'm not sure if he if it's possible to like uh not lip sync but key stink i don't know yeah because uh, it sounded too perfect to me but yeah. uh he's in like a, a u-shape with three keyboards performing nice. the song on solid gold while yeah. people are just losing their minds on yes. the dance floor yes i remember so, but- i remember when my buddy played that at the at the pep rally he hit those first <laughs> you hear those first two or three notes people you would have thought elvis walked in the building yeah right? i mean yeah i mean i mean everybody was just going standing up going nuts and and he was literally was key syncing. I mean, he was not he was not playing it. He like right. kicked off the keyboards and it was playing by itself. And he just kind of had his hand on the keyboards. And right. he thought, I mean, he just thought he was the he was the biggest rock star in the world after that day. <laughs> That's so great. All right. Well, Axel F comes in at number eight on our list for its uh, commercial success and just overall longevity. All of those covers I told you about. Yeah. Go watch Crazy Frog. I'm telling you, I, I don't you're going to be entertained. Do. Oh my gosh! But such a big impact on pop culture, and to me, it just never gets old. Yeah. You know, it's I yep. can listen to it anytime anywhere uh so bonus songs for this episode let's go a little bit deeper into faltermeyer's movie soundtrack history so let's start with the theme from fletch (laughs) he did the soundtrack actually for both of those movies in the 80s yes and then i also found another one on spotify from the running man soundtrack yeah it's a song called fight escape and i just chose it because it's one of the longer ones on the album most are like a minute or two and this one i think goes three minutes and stuff but some fantastic synth work on that movie it's really where a lot of this retro wave i think draws inspiration from uh, yes soundtracks like that and uh and an artist that we'll be talking about coming up tangerine dream those early ones that really uh rock stage set the stage for the synth world and have really uh, taken off. So we're going to play those two songs for you. Also a quick contest update. We did have some scoring this week, but only from one person, Karen, 
She was the only one who put Axel F in her list. She had it at number 10. Wow. So she will receive another point. And she is now tied with Gary atop the leaderboard with two points. Gary. Tim and Chad remain at one point. Wow. So Man, that was also an almost almost another swing and a miss. Almost. Man. Almost, except for people. Karen. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Spotify Premium, always the best way to listen to greatest lists. Always. We play the entire featured song during the show as soon as we announce it. And then those bonus songs right after we sign off. Yep. Free Spotify users still get to hear short clips of the songs. But in case you listen to the podcast outside of Spotify, Shame like I you. said before, nothing but background music you're going to hear. Nothing but background you music. You need to hear our the songs. stupid voices. Yeah. You need to hear the songs with our stupid voices. Let me mm. tell you. So <laughs> check out the song whip links. We, you can find them and connect with them like, uh, like I always say, Pandora, Apple, Amazon, YouTube, and we'll wrap you back around to Spotify. Uh, give us your feedback on today's episode on Twitter at Greatest Lists. That's where you can find us. And we're also part of the Retro Network and our website, GreatestListsPodcast.com. You can stream episodes right from your browser. And Eric will be back to host ep- uh, our number seven selection episode. Yes. Gonna throw some shade at all this modern music with this pick, man. <laughs> Just do it, man. I'm gonna through modern music. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Greatest Lists. Meet us right back here next time as we continue the top ten for season one. You've been listening to the Greatest Lists.